Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is a Virgin Media Originals podcast series. And welcome back to Hooked On, I'm a Celeb with me, Fanula J. Holly is no longer part of the camp. Vic took on her first challenge at a snail's pace, while Russell revealed how men in their 40s should wipe their willy. And we had a second eviction. Lots to unpack in our review of last night's I'm a Celebrity. Joining me to go through all the action are comedians Tony Cantwell and Jen Hatton. I am delighted to have you both on the podcast. Thank you very much. Hello. Thank you very much for having me here. Having us here. I speak for Jen. <laughs> Tony will answer for me. <laughs> Let's get into it, right? The mood in camp following Holly's eviction, departure, whatever you want to call it. Um, very low, very somber. Jess was quite emotional. Were you surprised, Jen? I mean, we spoke about it on the podcast. I wasn't surprised that she left. I was kind of surprised at how invested everyone was in her because I suppose we got to see so little of her. They were all going on like they're not going to see her on Friday. Like <laughs> it, it was, it, it was a bit much. Like a bit much. I don't know. It's it. A lot of the stuff with this stuff, it's it's down to the editing. You never really see what they're like behind the scenes. Like you've seen, like kind of thinking about it beforehand. Like Giovanna seems to be winning the hearts of the nation, but nobody picked her for the <laughs> the like the tree from home. Do you know what I mean? So. Mm. You, you you would wonder what's going on when the camera's not on them. Yeah, Tony, as Jen mentioned there, like you'd swear Holly was dragged off by the Stasi police or something like they are going to see her again imminently. And I mean, it's how she was in there two weeks. I mean, they're not even in there as long. I don't know. I just, I get it. I just. When I when I moved to London for seven years, I don't think I was that emotional saying goodbye <laughs> to my best friends. And they... And they were weeping. They were weeping, being consoled. Shane getting a nice little hug in there. Ah, come here. Ah, come here. Come here, darling. <laughs> he's he's a lot of, doing a lot of comforting there, I saw, amongst uh, among, amongst uh, the campers. Shane loves the comfort. He's he the first to be there. with the. He, he just swoops in with the arms like he's quick off the mark. I think he's been missing uh, missing that level of contact for the last nine months, it would seem, because he just seems to be leeching off the arms of everyone from what I could see in that ep. <laughs> yeah. Tony, I am extremely concerned about the company you keep, given that none of them were upset that you left for seven years, but I think that's a different discussion <laughs> for a different podcast. But, um, anyway, you've called them out rightly now, so if anyone's listening, you're a bad friend, Tony. And it's why I moved. It's you. why I moved. They were not very good friends. <laughs> Um, Critter Clink was uh, the trial. Giovanna uh, received instructions to decide which celebrity took part because obviously there's a vote off going on. People, aren't, the public aren't voting for the celebs to take part this time. Um, Jordan put himself forward because he hasn't done one in a while. Victoria put herself forward because she has never done one on her own. And Russell was the same. He really wanted to go. And Giovanna basically made the point that it's been very kind of male dominated the trials. And so they picked Victoria. She really wanted to get the 12 stars. 
She did not. She did reasonably well. But I mean, like, was anyone else extremely frustrated at how she approached the trial? Like, cool, calm and collected, but to the worst degree. She was so slow that I think if Mo Farah had seen how slow she was, she w- he would have wept that other humans can be that slow compared to him. I think he would have <laughs> been like, what? I didn't know this. we're the same species. Because I couldn't believe <laughs> the pace that she was going. I was screaming. And the state of these, the wolf, she had to get a, she had to get a star off a wolf. This yeah, sorry, can we please, dog. can we please talk about the wolf? That was what? a husky. Yes. That was a husky. Uh, it was a character from Paw Patrol. It was, let's be real, it was not a wolf. There is bigger wolf Roman Cabra at the moment than that, than that thing. <laughs> Oh my god, Chase from Paw Patrol's been furloughed. So the like ITV have just been like, here, come on, bit of work for you. And we talk about the crow. (laughs) (laughs) The fucking crow. She had to get into a a cage with a crow that wanted fuck all to do with her. She'd have had a harder chance eating a chip on Hold Pier. (laughs) (laughs) That's a real trial. That's what they need to be doing. None of this, like. Send them off walking down Grafton Street with a bag of yeah. crisps. And a wood pigeons, not even street pigeons. They look the pigeons <laughs> were gorgeous. They were immaculate looking pigeons. These were not like Henry Street pigeons. These were stunning pigeons. <laughs> Supermodel pigeons. Supermodel yeah, pigeons are surprised. Yeah, I will say it was a bit of a a very strange task. But like as we said, I don't know, for someone who seemed well up for it and like really wanted to prove herself, <laughs> as I mentioned her pace, she seemed wrecked slightly out of it like mm. I don't know fuse making wood binds maybe I don't know she just like nothing <laughs> and Anton Decker kind of be, trying to be like hand gesturing and trying to hurry her along and the woman was not to be moved and given how how motivated she was to get in there in the first place and then she was nervous and she didn't think she could do it you know Russell was Russell was chomping at the bit to get in there you know and, he, and then you see that he was sulking like a child. Being, Is that all right, Russell? Well, no, but you voted. Who talks? <laughs> what eight-year-old boy talks like that to other people? Like, like get the emotional. I'm, I need to have everything emotionally cleared. That's the kind of person I am. So I would be like, you know, yeah, that's fine. Look, don't worry about it all. Be like, no, I'm not happy about that, but you voted. And still be this kind of chipper. I couldn't get a read on the guy. He's so Jane, weird. do you reckon he, like, kind of secretly wanted Victoria to do a bit shit? Or does Russell have it in him to be that mean? Oh, yeah, no, he, he would. There's something, <laughs> there's something iffy about him. <laughs> like, going on about his hook-a-duck championships and all that, he's so weird. He strikes me, he actually strikes me as the type of person that nobody would cry for if he was emigrating. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else before he said emigrating, and I'm really glad you did. <laughs> I agree, I I can't read him. I do like I did think he would be more annoying going into it. And I've seen like glimmers of him being really nice. And then I get, as you said, these kind of whispers of weirdness that mm. I just I'm like, I don't know who you are, man. And I don't know what kind of guy you'd be like at a party. He's just mm. I, upstairs wiping his willy. Upstairs wiping his willy. That's where <laughs> oh, that's we'll get wipe. to the willy wiping. Please <laughs> do not fret. We will talk about that. I have many opinions. I love how this podcast has become like a focal point of information on urinating. But anyway, such is uh, such are the lives we lead. Um, also love Victoria saying she was going to do it in memory of Holly as if she was dead. She's not. <laughs> she's very much alive and is enjoying solid food, I would imagine, on the 
outside world. Um, she got um, nine stars, which I mean, nine out of 11, not that bad. Mm. Not that great. Um, she seemed to be a bit disappointed. Um, Russell congratulated her when she got back. But you could tell all he really wanted to do was take her nine stars and throw them at her like a ninja a bit as well. Like he just <laughs> was like, you knew in his head he was playing it out being like, I would have gotten 12. Mm. I don't know how she... I don't know how she didn't get 11. Like, honestly, the pace, like, what were the, was there one stuck to her shoe that she didn't see? Like, and she just kept asking at and deck as well. And they were like, it's over there. And there's four. I grabbed that. Can I'm going to get six now? Actually, no, I'm going to get four. Do whatever you want. To do. And you see them getting finicky with her? Being like, all right, do whatever you want. We're trying to help you here because you're clearly struggling. Yeah. I don't know how she didn't the get whole, The whole like, six and hard. And no. like, I, Jane, I don't know. Like, none of the trials have been really like I've said for the odd one I've like oh yeah that's been harder than last week but in comparison to any of the Oz ones you don't have that element of like usually they do a lot of challenges around like kind of heights and mm-hmm. a lot more water challenges and stuff which you think they'd still be able to do in Wales mm-hmm. like I understand them not having certain access to creepy crawlies and stuff but I don't know like I just feel like a lot of them have been a bit samey same and there's been no real threat as we've seen with this fucking dog like. <laughs> has anyone ever gone in there and just stomped on a snake's head just to be like ah just, like, <laughs> just stomped or just killing you know it was it was me I, I went in there it was me of them I got nine stars <laughs> and there's ten dead snakes <laughs> you know do they ever I don't know Steve Irwin is somewhere crying listening to this in heaven Um, they're always going on about the um, animal cruelty aspect of every year though aren't they yeah that is very true and I think especially this year like they're mega careful and trying to say things and give the disclaimers and whatever but I don't know but that's what I'm saying you don't even need kind of the mad animals like like why do you have a warden there holding a dog like there's no like <laughs> the, them, iguanas, like, them, the iguanas the yeah, iguanas just getting like, a sun tan I don't know <laughs> Oh. It's just very strange. Very I, strange. I always it always shocks me though how nervous they'd be going in because Tony made the point just for anybody who's gone in and stomped on a snake's head. How did they not? Because they'd be flailing around. Mm. Like how do they not injure? I'm sure they do, and we're just not told about it. They like I said, do. I'm sure there's been a few dead iguanas. Like I bet there's a black <laughs> book of like redacted names that ITV are just been like, this is the book of all the animals who have killed. No one can ever see this. No one can ever see the Imagine light of day. Like, do you know the way they do at the Oscars when actors say they did like an in memoriam, but it's yeah, just like yes. black and it's just like when <laughs> gone too soon. RIP. I'd I'd enjoy that quite a lot. <laughs> that would also be me if I was in there. I feel like I would not purposely, but I would definitely be no. accidentally like yeah. just gut punching the rats. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Much to think about as Billy Rice Iris says. Mm. Um, dinner was octopus and vegetables that they couldn't pronounce. Um, couldn't pronounce. It was, was a mushroom. They were kind of yeah. I like it was mushrooms. Fennel is not difficult to pronounce. Like Shane. Shane's just clearly never eaten fennel. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. When they said octopus, you heard them say octo... What? Like, some people didn't know the word octopus. I heard octo... What? I can't understand. I couldn't believe it. But then, like, this is just rich people being rich. You know what I mean? Remember when they got, what was it? Like, pheasant or something. And they were like, oh, finally, something normal. And we were just like, (laughs) okay, can't relate, Vernon, but whatever. Um, Vernon and Victoria cooked the octopus. Um, Shane looked like a broken man hearing that they were going to be eating it and when he looked at it because I'm going to be honest it didn't look great it was very it looked, looked very like, did you ever see that um, film Pirates of the Caribbean with Davy Jones in it 
You know that it character was... with the, the yeah. pirate hat and all the tentacles? It was the image. <laughs> that character was a bit hot, though. Would you agree, Tony? Oh, yeah, Is yeah. you're an expert on it? <laughs> I am. Um, thank yeah. you very much for appealing to my expertise. No, yeah, the, definitely the, the, the mustachey kind of tentacle, I think, and the low, low hanging brow, I'm quite fond of in Davy Jones. Yeah. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> um, what do we reckon about AJ, right? I feel like I dedicate a lot of this podcast to slating him. So I want to keep this very neutral. And I maybe just want to open up to your opinions on him. I'll start with you, Jen. Where where are you on AJ? Because again, we kind of saw him being a bit whiny around cooking and eating time about what was on offer. How do you feel about him? Like, does everyone have him wrong? Is it selective editing? Is it is it just hunger? Is it everything? Or what are your thoughts? There's probably a lot of that going on. Like, the selective editing, definitely. I think it it kind of, it would explain a lot of situations. You know, when you see shows and it's like, oh, they're the funniest person. It's just like, they're literally a wet sock. What are you talking about? But it's because <laughs> of the way that it's edited. So I'd say there is a good bit of that. I can't imagine not being ratty in there. So there's a good bit of that as going on as well but I just I when it comes to AJ I just don't care I don't care about him he's just <laughs> like I, I'd get up and have a wee now if he if it was dedicated like five minutes was going to him I'd be like right time for a piss <laughs> Tony any thoughts on AJ he seems like a stand up guy he's a hot guy he's a young guy yeah <laughs> are you Indoni. He seems just a really fun guy. They well, hang on. Actually, they actually just seem to love him. Like regardless of what, regardless of what you might think, they seem to all get on really well with him. They think he's really funny. Yeah. Um. Who's your one who said that he's just really sweet and really kind of you know, um. I can't remember. I can't remember her name. The the soap could have been Victoria. Could have been anyone. Have been, yeah. But I do. As you said, like they all, they don't see what we see at home. They don't see mm. him kind of making these kind of throwaway whingy comments. They just see him as. AJ, I think. But he's cheeky. Is he? He's so cheeky. Yeah, I don't think. No, he's not. He looks cheeky. But like even down to the, <laughs> the the comment of him going, oh, it's supposed to be pan fried, but it looked boiled. And then he did the, at the side of the mouth, like the, mm. <laughs> Just scoffed it up. He couldn't get enough of it. I don't know. I He's not cheeky on like the level of Shane Ritchie, Tony, I don't think. Oh, well, he's, he's, a, he's a cheek nuclear reactor of cheek. <laughs> the cheek of, um, no, I don't know. I, I haven't seen AJ in much stuff. He seems like a nice guy. I kind of want to look like him. Interesting. Okay. So stance. we could be seeing you sporting some curls very soon. Yeah, very, very quickly. I'm, I'm going to have them in now. A little perm. Christmas curls. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas curls for Mr. Cantwell. I can't wait to read that uh, Christmas book. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> um, as we said, there are kind of some new challenges being brought in as well as we come to the end of the series. Um, they were introduced to the Keys and the Dragon challenge. They found this like board in camp, which had their names written on them as well as stars. And throughout the day, they were tasked with these challenges to win keys, which open boxes that could win them both dinner and treats. Um, so Giovanna's still camp leader. So she told them about it and told them that basically, look, we have a chance to win treats from home as well as their dinner and whatever else. So Jessica, Jordan and Russell went off for the first challenge. 10 keys up for grabs, nautical theme challenge. They got all 10 keys. They did very well. Um, But beyond that, there were some very strange conversations had, as Jen mentioned previously. Russell revealed the best way to wipe a willy for men of a certain age. Mm -hmm. Um, The vision of Russell revealing this cleaning process (laughs) of his Jolly Todger will now haunt my dreams. But... I am not a person with an appendage um, for that type of urination. So, Tony, I'll come to you. Was that an accurate description? Um, It's getting more and more like that, yeah. I've I've seen it get more like this. Uh, That's been necessary. You're asking Tony Cantwell. I will. will, No, I will say. I will say. Did you see Jordan's face at the idea that you might wipe your your willy? He was like, Horrified. What? Horrified. Does this guy's foreskin have a lid or something like that where he can just... (laughs) A screw top because he definitely peed on the floor by the way the fact his pee cleanliness he thinks it's water to him he doesn't mind a few dribbles he just used his boxes as piss protectors for his jeans he's probably dribbling all over the place this guy right so he was shocked at the idea that you might wipe fair effects fair effects to them admitting that you know and Jordan I, I you know he definitely pissed on the floor oh he absolutely pissed on the floor yeah like there's no there's not a doubt in my mind <laughs> that jordan jordan does not pay attention when he pisses jordan like reenacts a whole episode of coronation street with babe <laughs> where he's also in the cast in his mind while he pisses and he's just freewheeling with it i would imagine and i love him for it and um, they did really well but like this was a very similar one to do you know the trial holly and shane did this was basically the one the exact same thing except they managed to do it really well and got all 10 keys. Um, the same can't be said for the others and the other challenges. So the second challenge was the Lion and the Serpent. Uh, Shane, Beverly, Giovanna and AJ took part. And it was basically like they had a hockey table shaped like a large shield. They had pucks and the pucks contained keys. And then using another plain set of pucks, they'd slide them down the table and um, knock the pucks with keys into a hole. And then they got the keys to unlock the bo- unlock the boxes. You're getting what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, some desperate attempts from AJ and Shane. Like it was like really, really difficult to watch them just like hockey them off the edge of the table. But so weak, so weak. Everyone, the first 20 hits were so short and so weak. Did no one just say a bit harder? Did no one, did no one just actually <laughs> well you? Like it took, and then and then at the end, Shane was like, "I think we have to be a bit braver now," or some. And then, and then, <laughs> only when they're like, only when they had a chance of never being able to do it, when only when they were like, "All right, we need to go back with something." Did he say, "All right, we'll give it a bit of welly," and then they started getting some in? You know, Shane Ritchie, I have to say, because when even when the last challenge, they were describing what happened, and they were like, "It was like war," and there was a boat, and Shane was all like, "I have no idea what they're talking about." <laughs> it's like Shane Ritchie <laughs> is so. It's very impressive how far he's gotten in life. 
given the fact he just checks out, you know, I'd hate to be explaining like a new game at Christmas to be like, okay, this is Cards Against Humanity. So how you play it? I'm out. I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, he just checked out so quick. So it was no surprise he failed so miserably at that challenge. I'm, I don't know. It was just painful to watch. And as you said, like all they needed was a bit more wrist action. And it was very much like, you know, when Shane had come back and was like, yeah, maybe we went a bit harder. It was very much like the Bin and Father Ted with the milk truck where it's like, we need to put the brick on the accelerator. That's where, <laughs> yeah. And it was like, all this time had already passed. You've wasted so many time. Yeah. Poor Giovanna is going to be crying. If only you could see the future. <laughs> like, look at what you've taken away from them. Oh, God, it was painful. Uh, what do you think, Jane? As an air hockey champion, um, <laughs> I feel like, right, in their defence, there's an awful lot of friction on the shield. <laughs> Something I didn't think I'd be saying. <laughs> an awful lot. Of, it doesn't have the little holes with the air coming up to help mm. the puck along. Because, like Tony said, it was so weak at the beginning. Now, after the four shot, you could have given it a bit more, Willie. You didn't have to wait until shot number 26 for <laughs> the love of fucking God. But, like, <laughs> the, it, it did look. And then I, it wasn't until they started, like, launching them off the side of the thing that I was like, oh, shit, there's no bumpers on this. So, like, do you know, I was kind of just going, oh, yeah, no, I just, <laughs> I was fucking at it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd say when you're there it's like mm. loads of friction do you know what I mean no absolutely I know exactly what you mean mm. Jen's Jen's saying it's rigged it was rigged from the start unfair playing field exactly yeah. unfair playing field and that's <laughs> just like, from my humble air can we get a bit of air champion. can we get a bit of air on this please <laughs> <laughs> just like a load of spouts or something can we do <laughs> <laughs> oh god um, challenge three was basically a very large game of screwball scramble if anyone remembers that board mm. game yes. a classic um, this was who was this again this was Victoria Ruthie Vernon and wow. Mo if I'm correct mm. and uh, Ruthie and Mo went first and my god Ruthie made a hames of that oh like god. again how frustrating was that to watch it's basically like they had to maneuver this ball across the board and get it to the end but obviously there are gaps at the edge so if you move the board a certain way the ball will fall off they have keys in them again and you need to get the keys to get the treats and the food and Ruthie at one point basically just said it was impossible and pretty much gave up after knocking off like four keys Jen I don't know how Vernon didn't lose the plot because when Vernon took over he just smashed it I um when I was watching it and it was Mo and Ruthie do you know, I was kind of shouting at the telly going Mo get rid of it he could have <laughs> done it himself he really could have because I'm like you're a gold medal winner here and you're stuck with this gobshite mm. electric chair <laughs> 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 but, but it was it was so annoying and then to see um. Vic and Vernon taking over like they just absolutely smashed it and I was delighted because I, I was a bit like Shane Ritchie I was like I don't know how this works because when they were throwing like basically getting the board and fucking them off the side I was going oh shit is that all them keys gone but it was the amount of chances that they had so I was like they came back with seven at the end which is grandma I was like get rid of her <laughs> <laughs> get her out get her out Um, they went back to camp and they were faced with the boxes um, and they basically took it in turns to unlock the boxes. And if it was an empty box, it basically meant no treats. Um, and then all the other boxes had treats for the corresponding campmates in them. Everyone got treats from home, apart from AJ, Jordan and Giovanna. 
very bittersweet. Giovanna was very emotional. Um, I don't know if we saw AJ as well giving his treat to Mo. And it kind of seemed like he had a little dig at Shane. Don't know if you picked up on this, Tony, but he was mm. like, he just does things and he gets on with it. I don't know if this was referring to something that happened in the past with himself and Shane where Shane kind of had to be told to do the dishes a couple of times. I don't know. Am I reading too much into things? I know you're a big fan of AJ for some reason. He so potentially like a, I am. You no, know, he just seems like a stand-up guy. Um, no, I mean, he definitely didn't. Well, I, I, I didn't I didn't get a read on that. I think you're, you're, you are like this like underwater antenna for bad power from AJ. You know, like you're like one of these like fish you can't see and picks up like ripples in the waves and heat. <laughs> and you're just like... <laughs> They, were AJ, was AJ saying something there? Was AJ saying something there? <laughs> no, that's the vibe you're bringing into this. But uh, no, I, but like he didn't deserve to win because he did so crap in the puck thing. I mean, Jordan definitely deserved to get a treat, you know. Um, and Giovanni, mm. she was very, very yeah, upset um, about it. And I, would she have been that upset if you saw it was literally just like unwrapped crisps and unwrapped like gummy bears? Why didn't they just give him a packet? I know they can't show the brand or whatever, but it's only one brand of gummy bear, you know. Haribo. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I, that would be me opening mine, and it would just be four popped like things of popcorn, like kernels. Just like oh, yum! Like Jess literally got one triangular Tobler on, did she? <laughs> yeah, I love that. They were like, oh my god, a whole Tobler, and she's like, no, just it's no. a just a triangle. She couldn't, <laughs> couldn't even share it. No. Like the and the effort that they would have went to give her just a one triangle. Have you ever tried to break a Tobler around? <laughs> Yeah, what happened to the excess of that? So, like, the crew is back there chomping on that now while they're, like, doing the autocue for Anton yeah. Day. <laughs> Proper bread knife you need for that, Jen. Proper bread knife. Like, you can't even you can't even karate chop it off the side of a table. Like, we need a hacksaw. Yeah. <laughs> especially with the, the bit are cold weather in Wales, you know? <laughs> Great advice uh, coming up to Christmas here from the Hooked On I'm a Celeb podcast mm. for uh, enjoying your Christmas treats and um, pissing. So we're happy to provide the service to you. And air hockey. Um, <laughs> and air hockey, of course. Uh, dinner and treats were delivered. Um, Beverly got cookies from her husband, John, a.k.a. Mega Shag. Love him today. <laughs> Bernard got giant chocolate buttons from Tess and his daughters. Mo got jelly sweets from his family. Shane got chocolate from his wife. Russell got mini, mini cheddars. Again, maybe a sign of the weirdness from his mm, wife. Weirdo. Um, Ruthie got cheese and onion crisps from her daughters. Um, Jess got chocolate from her parents. Uh, and Victoria got chocolate from her family. Again, all very emotional, but I think at this point it is important to reiterate that they will see their families <laughs> this weekend and they have been in there for two weeks. Like people have done stints in the Gwale Tucked for longer. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Tony, were you emotional watching? The only emotion I felt was pure anger at how Ruthie was <laughs> bollocksing up the little card. Everyone else had this really, oh, you're, you're so proud of you, Vernon. Or you, when you went in there, you said, uh, just make you proud. You have made me so proud. And she's like, duh, 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 she could never glasses. And I thought, <laughs> I just thought, pal, and luckily then Jordan was like, look, Jordan, again, look, I don't know the guy. I'm very impressed with him so far. I love the way he always just steps in there. He's like, I'll read it. I'll do it. I'll clean up my own piss off the floor. He's a very impressive guy. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I, I didn't get to. I mean, they, you're right. They're going to see them next week, and the presents were shy. I'd, yeah. I'd throw a bag of them. <laughs> they were a bit shy. Like they were a bit yeah. shy. Like Jane, what do you think? Yeah, it it just seemed like they were like, oh, we need to, we need an, a, like a gold episode for the eviction on on Sunday. Let's do this, and it was just. I don't know. It, it just seemed like a much bigger deal than it actually was because it was so shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on like my leaving cert holiday was longer than this. Do you know what I mean? Very mm. true. 
Um, speaking of the eviction, Ruthie Henshaw was the next celeb to leave the camp. You could see the look in Ruthie's eyes as she was going head to head with Bev. I think she'd kind of resigned herself to the fact that she was going. I think we'd mentioned on the last episode that she would potentially be up for the chop. To be honest, I thought it would be Russell. In my opinion, I, I just thought Ruthie brought more to the camp. Uh, more stories. We saw more of her. I don't know. Like, I wasn't really surprised that she left. But at the same time, I thought it might be someone else. I'm not sure. Were either of you surprised or? After that challenge? No. Like I said, <laughs> electric chair. Get around with her. <laughs> Nobody needs you, Ruthie. I ah, know. She, uh, she didn't bring much, to be honest. Um, I don't think she'd be missed. Like, nobody cried. Not the way that they did with Holly. Like, very mm. well served. Yeah. I we'll wasn't see. overly impressed. Russell has this weird kind of weird presence. And it's like, why do I care? Why do I? But I'm, I can't take my eyes off him. You know, mm. he just kind of has this status, you know. And yeah. he's, even when he's being bratty, he's a class act. One thing I noticed about him in that challenge with the like the R's, I don't know, it was some sort of face that he made. He looks like a much older, little bit bigger Chris Pratt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think yes, that's what it I was, is. I, yeah. I've been looking at him and I've been like, you look like someone else and I can't figure out who. Yeah. That, that might be where you're coming from, Tony. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, he's got a. I just, I'm dear to him, and I'm like, but like, and then I looked at him. Boys, it's this classical singer. I might have seen him the odd time on an ITV something, but I feel like I've known him my whole life. Captain America. <laughs> that's why. That's <laughs> well, no, he's that's Chris Evans now. I did a whole podcast on the on the best Chris. Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, you're dead right. Oh, luckily this is not a Marvel's podcast, so it's fine. Marvel's? It's not even Mar- Marvel. Oh my God. Nula. So I'm going to stop you there for Nula. It's Marvel again. I feel like that bit in Arrested Development where it's like, go see a Star Wars. That's me right now. <laughs> yeah. um, if I can get one word from each of you on who you think is going to be voted out next and who you think is going to win overall. Tony, I'll come to you first. I think Mo might go. Okay, interesting. Well, actually, no, no way. They're going to save him. He's a national treasure. Take that back. Let me take that back. I think. Um, no, yeah, no, I think Mo will go. I think Vernon is. <laughs> <laughs> I think Vernon has shown himself. And like, not in a kind of like, normally you see these things and it's so it's so TV. It's so like, I'm here to revitalize my career. He seems like a really nice guy. He seems like genuinely, uh, it doesn't seem fake with him when mm. I've seen it look fake in other people yeah. asserting their alpha kind of statusy thing. I agree. Jen, who do you think is going to go next and who do you think is going to win? I think AJ might go just because of the selective editing again. Like he just comes across as a whiny teen um, and I don't think he has much else to give. And then I I, I think Jordan, but I'd like to say a Giovanni as, for the win. Hmm. All will be revealed in due course, I'm yeah. sure. Tony Cantwell, Jen Hatton. It has been great to have you both on the podcast. Thanks so much for having Very us. Good. Thank you. Tony Cantwell, Jen Hatton, it has been great to have you both on the podcast. Thanks Thank so you. much. Thank you very much. Before we go, please hit that like and subscribe button. And don't forget, you can catch up on the full series so far of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here on the Virgin Media Player. We're back tomorrow for another deep dive. So until then, for me, Fanula J, I'll chat to you on the next Hooked On, I'm a Celeb. This is a Virgin Media Originals podcast series. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.